and welcome to Finding Your Greatness. My name is Anaya and I'm here to help you to feel worthy and empowered to go and find your greatness and to share that with the world. Today we're going to talk about all things self-worth and specifically five ways to boost your self-worth. So let's get straight into it. Number one is to live and prioritize your values. So if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you know that I love values and I talk about values all the time. And that is because your values are literally how you perceive the world. Once you know your values, and I'm not talking about things like respect, kindness, empathy, I'll explain that in a bit. But once you know your values, you know how to live your life with the most fulfillment. When you're living within your values, life isn't easy, but things that are challenging and difficult become more fulfilling because you know that what you are doing is fulfilling those highest values. Values, as I said, aren't things like respect, kindness, empathy, um, all those sorts of things. And that's because what you define those things as depends on your values. So let me give you an example. Let's say there's two mothers. There's a mother with a high value on experiences and there's a mother with a high value on health. Now, if we're talking about respect here, the mother with the high value on experiences might take her kids to Macca's for lunch on a Saturday after school sport. She lets them have a happy meal, have their little kitty toy and play on the playground for an hour or so um, and gives those kids a really great experience. It's something they'll remember, go and tell their friends about at school on Monday, all that sort of fun stuff. Now to that mother, she is being respectful because she is living within her highest value of uh, experiences or one of her highest values of experiences. And she's giving her kids that experience. Now then there's the mother with the high value on health. Now to her, taking your kids and feeding them McDonald's is the most disrespectful thing that you could do. Because you're feeding your kids junk and chemicals and sugar and salt and processed crap. That to her is disrespectful. Respect as a whole is defined by your values. So some examples of your highest values. Now they can be absolutely anything and everyone's are completely unique um, and completely individual to you. But some, I guess, common ones could be things like learning, family, it could be uh, creativity, it could be connections or relationships, anything that lights you up. Uh, so my highest value is teaching and inspiring others. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I get so much fulfillment. I get so much pure joy and inspiration myself from teaching and inspiring others. And this is one of the greatest platforms to do that. It's also why I'm quite active on my Instagram and talk about stuff that I feel is inspiring or can help people. And it's why I'm so passionate about helping people to find their greatness is uh, because that's my highest value. So to figure out your highest values, usually they're pretty obvious to everyone except you. So to figure out your highest values, pretty much just look at what you're doing already. So what do you spend most of your time doing? What do you spend most of your time thinking about? What do you spend most of your money on or energy on? It's usually pretty obvious because as I said, your values affect the way that you perceive the world. They are the way that you perceive the world. So if you have a high value on learning, let's say you're probably going to spend a lot of your day researching um, or watching videos, or you're going to spend a lot of your money on events and courses, all those sorts of things. Your life revolves around learning new things. 
If you have a high value on connections, you get a lot of fulfillment from connecting with others, whether that's over social media, whether it's catching up with friends, or it could just be connection to yourself as well, which is really important, of course. If you do want to find out your values, as I said, they should be pretty obvious, but I did actually write an ebook last year called Finding Your Greatness, which is where I got the inspiration for the name of this podcast from. So if you want a copy of that, just head to my Instagram, anaya.schmidt underscore, that's in the uh, description and send me a DM and I will send that through to you. It's completely free, purely on values, give you a little bit more information on that and a quiz there to find out what your highest values are. So awareness of your highest values is important. And look, it's probably not going to be perfect. You're not going to get it right the first time. I figured mine out about a year and a half ago and they've totally changed since then. Obviously, as a person, I've grown a lot, but you just you get more clarity as you go along and you find things that align with you more. So it's, it's a work in progress, but as long as you have that basic awareness of what your highest values are, then you can prioritize your day according to those values. So I'll do another episode on values because obviously this is something I'm quite passionate about, but finding out what your values are and prioritizing your day around it. If your highest value is learning, then the first thing you do when you wake up might be reading a book or doing some research or listening to a podcast, doing something to learn. Then once you've done that, you've had that time to fulfill that highest value then fill your second highest value and so on and so forth um that's how you're going to boost your self-worth because it's doing things that you love and um your values are your biggest voids so by fulfilling those values you get that boost of self-worth you get that boost of fulfillment from completing that so number one live and prioritize your values number two stop setting yourself too much to do We have all been there. We have all been guilty of setting the two and a half page long to-do list and getting either only the small insignificant tasks done or getting none of it done. (laughs) I've been there. We've all been there. It's a pretty common thing to do. The thing is though, when you set yourself too many things to do and you constantly do that and you constantly never achieve all of them, you are belittling yourself. You are destroying your self-worth because you're making all these promises to yourself, you're setting all these expectations and then you're not fulfilling them and that destroys your self-worth because you feel like you'll never achieve anything, like you're not reaching your goals Um, and yeah, that makes you feel pretty crap about yourself. Something that I've implemented recently and that has been an absolute game changer for me is at the start of each week, I set my mission. So that's pretty abstract. Usually it can be something like um, getting more clarity around something. It could be my mission for this week was implementing uh, learnings and putting systems in place that I've been uh, researching the last few weeks. Um, So something pretty abstract can be any area of life. Then each day, set yourself one intention. Instead of having a page long to-do list, go, okay, today I'm just going to do this one thing. And it could be a big thing. It could be clean the house or it could be a smaller thing like design a poster for the small group training I'm starting in a few weeks. But setting yourself one thing to do. Now that may seem less productive than a long to-do list, but when you look at your history with long to-do lists do you usually get all of the things done now for some people they might that might work well for them but for a lot of people long asked to-do lists end in overwhelm and not getting anything done so by setting yourself one intention for the day you are going to achieve at least one thing and the thing is if you set 
the task to be fairly easy and you get that one thing done, then you get that boost of self-worth, you get that boost of fulfillment from completing that task and then you get more energy back from that, which gives you more energy to complete more tasks. But if you only set the one intention for the day and you only achieve that thing, then you can still go to bed that night feeling fulfilled, feeling like you've made the most of your day because you've achieved that one thing. And that one thing doesn't always have to be something. So that one thing could be rest because I know there's a lot of people out there who are high achievers, who have these unrealistic high expectations of themselves, who work themselves to burn out constantly. I'm talking about myself here, but that intention for the day could just be to rest because rest is productive when you do it productively. But when you're resting and going, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. Oh, I didn't finish my to-do list yesterday then that's not productive rest and you're going to end up even more tired. You're not going to actually recover and you're going to keep burning out. So your intention for the day could be to productively rest, to take your mind away from all the stuff you have to do and just let yourself recover. So number two, stop setting yourself too much to do. Just focus on the one intention for the day and repeat. Number three, learn to receive. Now, this one is a huge one and something that I am working on myself um, because I think it's something that a lot of people struggle to do, Uh, especially females, I would say, but most people struggle to receive. Now, I'm going to go a little bit into masculine and feminine energy here. I'm not going to dive too deep down the rabbit hole because we will be here forever, but basically... Everyone has masculine and feminine energies. doesn't matter if you're male or female or non-binary. Everyone has masculine and feminine energies. And I like to think of it as a spectrum. So when you're around one group of people, you might be more in your feminine energy. And when you're around another group of people, you might be more in your masculine. But you do have a core energy that you are most of the time. But as I said, everyone has both. Both energies are essential and both energies need to be balanced and they can't have one without the other so obviously the masculine needs that nurturing feminine and the feminine needs that structure of the masculine so you can think of like a river so a river without the earth to create um, the boundaries is just water (laughs) it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't have um, direction so both the energies need to work together in terms of learning to receive the masculine energy loves to give and the feminine energy loves to receive now there's a lot of people who have wounded energies from childhood traumas from repressing emotions um, from not nurturing their inner child there's lots of things as i said we'll get into it in another episode but there are a lot of feminine people who really struggle to receive How many times has someone offered to buy your coffee and go, no, 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 that's okay. I'll buy yours. No, no, I'll buy yours. Don't worry. It's fine. Or if someone comes over for dinner and offers to do the dishes and you go, no, no, it's fine. I'll do it in the morning. Don't worry about it. You you go home. It's okay. These are people who are trying to give, but you don't want to receive. So think of the saying, it's better to give than it is to receive. Now that may be true. You may agree. You may disagree. But if you believe that it is better to give than to receive, If you are always giving, you are actually being quite selfish. If you think about it, if it's better to give and you're always giving, then you are taking away someone's opportunity to give. So they're always receiving, which you say isn't as good as giving. As I said, the masculine energy loves to give and the feminine energy loves to receive. But if we are not able to receive, 
then the masculine energy isn't able to give. Now, this is something that I've struggled with for a long time. Um, I really struggle to receive. I feel guilty. I feel awkward. But I heard this on, I think it was another podcast, and they said that to receive is to give the ability to give. So when you are receiving, you are actually giving as well, and you are giving that ability to give. If you don't receive, then the giver cannot give. So by receiving, you are giving them the ability to give to you. That is going to boost your self-worth because one, you're receiving things, which is, you know, always good, but you are also giving as well. You are giving someone that opportunity and you are being selfless in the saying that it's better to give than to receive. You are being selfless in letting someone else give. You are also giving the other person self-worth by being able to give. So it's a (laughs) win-win. Learning to receive is something that is so important and, you know, it takes time. It's a practice. It's something you won't master straight away. But that idea of when I receive, I am giving the gift to give was a huge game changer for me. And I no longer feel guilty receiving because I am giving someone the ability to give. And think of the last time you gave someone something. Did you feel good about it? Why do you think so many people donate to charity? What do they get from it? They get the ability to give. If you learn to receive, you give the ability to give. That will boost your self-worth. Number four. This one's a big one and one that is thrown around Instagram with no real context. Learn to say no. Now, this is cliche and it's something that you've probably heard a million times before. But I'm going to say something that hopefully blows your mind, um, which has helped me a lot in learning to say no. So when you say yes to something you are always saying no to something else. So think about um, your friends call you last minute, say, hey, we're going to town. Come, come with us. Let's go to town. Let's go out. But you're already rugged up in bed and you want to stay in bed watching movies. If you say yes to them, you're saying no to yourself. Now, if you're someone who struggles once again with, with uh, receiving or with setting boundaries, it can be hard to accept that because you you want to say yes to them you want to people please you want to you want them to have you rather than you prioritizing yourself you've got to think long term so as a personal trainer a lot of the time I'm just saying yes to people I'm staying back late or I'm rescheduling appointments when people don't show up and it's disrespecting my boundaries and it's devaluing myself so once you learn to say no you are valuing yourself more, which means you're going to give a better service. You're going to be of better value. So if you are constantly staying back until 9 p.m. for one client because you can't say no to them, you are devaluing your service for all of your other clients. And this can be for any service-based industry. When you don't say no or when you say no to yourself and yes to someone else, you are devaluing yourself You are stomping on your self-worth, decreasing your self-worth, and you are valuing other people over yourself. So to boost your self-worth, to make yourself more valuable, you need to learn to say no to others, which in the long term is going to make you more valuable and make you provide a better service to them. So although it may be annoying to them for you to say, sorry, you missed your session, you still pay me. In the long term, because you are valuing yourself, you are therefore giving a more valuable service to them and to everyone else. So by learning to say no, 
no to everyone else and yes to yourself. Not necessarily all the time, but learning to say no to things that don't align to you. You are going to boost your self-worth and make yourself more valuable in the long term. Number five, allow yourself to feel worthy of your pain. Now, I'm not saying that you deserve to be in pain, but what I'm saying is you are allowed to feel what you need to feel. So many times I've heard people who are in pain say, well, it doesn't matter because there's starving kids in Africa or it doesn't matter because there's someone worse off than me. Reality check, there is always going to be someone worse off than you. Always. It doesn't matter what happens. There is always going to be someone worse off than you. But if you never allow yourself to feel worthy of what is happening to you, if you never allow yourself to feel your pain and what you're feeling, then you are constantly destroying your self-worth and devaluing yourself. A couple of years ago, I was going through a really hard time. I was in a really difficult relationship and didn't feel worthy enough to leave it. And I didn't feel worthy to reach out to my friends because they were going through struggles that were much worse. And in my head, I went, you know, I'm just, it's it's stupid. I'm so stupid. Like my, my problems are nothing. Like I can just leave this relationship, even though I, I, I couldn't, you know, I had that choice. Whereas my friends were going through things where they didn't have a choice. And so I kept my pain to myself. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't reach out for help because I just didn't feel worthy of my pain. So allowing yourself to feel worthy of your pain, allowing yourself to feel your emotions and knowing that it's okay to be sad, it's okay to be upset, it's okay to be angry. Whatever you feel is okay and you are worthy of feeling that and you are worthy of getting help to work through that. You don't have to deal with everything yourself. There are plenty of people out there who want to help you and that's something that I learned through that experience and although the experience at the time was horrible, it taught me that lesson which I can teach others that you are allowed to feel your pain and you are allowed to get help it doesn't matter if there's someone worse off than you no one knows what it feels like to be in pain for you except you do what you perceive is the worst thing that could possibly happen to you is the worst thing that could possibly happen to you it doesn't matter if someone else has something that is worse they will never know what it feels like to feel your pain Only you know what it feels like to feel your pain. So if something happens that feels like the worst thing in the world, then that is the worst thing in the world. It doesn't matter what anyone else feels. It doesn't matter what anyone else is going through. That is the worst thing in the world to you and you are allowed to act and feel accordingly. When you don't feel worthy of your pain or you don't feel worthy of getting help, you are lowering your self-worth. So accept that sometimes shit happens And you are allowed to feel however you need to feel about it. So that is the end of this episode. I hope that you have gotten some value today. It was a lot of information coming at you, but I really hope that you found something valuable in this. Um, These are five things that I've learned from coming from a place where I didn't have self-worth, where I constantly let people overstep my boundaries, where I didn't even set boundaries, where I didn't feel worthy of getting help or being in pain. And so I shoved it all down until there was nothing left of me. And that sounds dramatic, but that's what happens when you when you don't value yourself and you constantly crush your self-worth, you reach rock bottom, but you learn from that. Um, and I believe everything happens for a reason and I'm so grateful to have come out the other side and to be able to teach 
other people this and to use my story to inspire people as I said my highest value teaching and inspiring others so if you have resonated with something that I've said today if you have found something that I've said valuable please take a screenshot share it to your story tell your friends tell your nana let me help people to become extraordinary to find their self-worth to find their greatness to be the most valuable version of them and to share that with the world so please share this around let's get lots of people feeling worthy feeling empowered finding their greatness and sharing that with the world